0: This is Bet L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Previewing all the NFL game odds to get you ready to wager each week on NFL action, college football, plus all the local teams and NBA action later this fall. This is Bet L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Bet L.A. with Anita Marks right now.
1: That's right. Welcome in, LA. Anita Marks with you here on 710 ESPN LA. We're heading into week six of college football, week five of the NFL. Somebody pinch me. We've got Tyler and Rebecca who are producing the show uh, this evening. So it's great to be on. And we've got, listen, we've got, I'm not going to lie. Well, first of all, it's an abbreviated show. We're on for two hours tonight. Uh, We got got preempted from Thursday uh, because the Lakers played. Thanks a lot, uh, LeBron. Um, And um, even though he didn't play, right? But um, so, so a, a, a two-hour show as opposed to a three-hour show. Um, and, and we're jam-packed. And I'm really excited about it because we've got some really phenomenal guests for you. Uh, we've got Nathan Zagura, who's part of the Cleveland Browns broadcast team. He's going to join us, give us a little inside look in, into the Cleveland Browns. as Of course, they get ready to take on the Chargers. Um, we also have Randy Robles from the Elias Sports Bureau. Elias is going to be a part of our show each and every week. They've got this great new app called uh, the Elias Game Plan app that you can download on whether you've got a Droid or an iPhone, regardless. Um, and uh, and it is chock full of unbelievable information. I call them nuggets; they call them insights. And um, and by the way, uh, you can get twenty five percent off uh, for if if you if you so choose to. Um, there's a subscription. Uh, for 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 some really n- n- nitty gritty information, uh, if you so choose. Uh, listen, if you play fantasy, if you gamble, you you want you want this app, okay? And you can get twenty five percent off with the code ANITA25, Anita twenty five A N I T A twenty five. So really excited to have Randy Robles on. We're gonna we're gonna break down some games. Um, and also uh, Om Youngman Suk is gonna join us. Uh, all you NBA. Fans out there, the season is fast approaching. So Ohm joins us to talk about some futures bets. Uh, Lakers, Clippers, uh, all of that. So excited about that. Uh, Fat Jack, uh, (laughs) world-renowned handicapper. He's going to join us from London. How about that? He's out there, of course, for the Green Bay Packer uh, Giants game. So excited to get Fat Jack on. And who am I leaving out? Uh, uh, Patty Trania is going to join us as well. She covers the Giants So and there's some talk and speculation this week. I'm here, obviously, in the tri-state area that uh, Daniel Jones possibly was not going to play, that Davis Webb was going to start. But the last 24 to 48 hours, Davis Webb, his ankle has healed. So, and he has looked good at practice. So he's going to give it a go over there across the pond. So getting you ready for that very early Sunday morning, which, by the way, Tyler, 6.30 a.m., do you wake up? Do you wake up? To watch six thirty a.m. football?
2: If it's my squad, absolutely. If I got somebody going in fantasy, maybe. Outside of those two things, probably just catch the highlights.
1: <laughs> that's man. That's like I think I think nine thirty is early, right? But like you're like you're used to nine thirty, right? True, you're true. U- nine o'clock.
2: Yeah, I mean, ca- right? Look, catch like me that's on the week when days. that's when football starts for you. So that like, you're the used to six thirty. But I on a weekend, you, you got to pay me.
1: <laughs> man like i'm used to like you know football starts here at like one so you know i'm like you know i'm already into like you know wine and beer like yeah, i so don't know Sleeping. football starting
2: a little pregame football
1: starting actually it's 10 a.m for you guys right so football starting at like 10 a.m for me like that's more like mimosas and uh and bloody mary's there you go right <laughs> yeah anyway so, uh, so as as again, as you can see, we've got a jam packed show. Really excited. A lot. I mean, a lot of information we're going to bring your way this evening to get you ready, again for both week six of the college football season and week five of the NFL season. And let's start first and foremost: what's going on with the Rams and the Dallas Cowboys? And uh, the Dallas Cowboys are getting. F- they're they're coming, of course, to Tinseltown. And they're getting five and a half. Can you believe that? I, I, listen, I just with is, and and I like I, I don't want to talk bad about the Rams because I'm sure we've got a lot of Rams fans that are listening to the show, Tyler. But That's like, a safe bet. Yeah. this is this is this is a gambling show. Like, I, like you know, I, I'm not I'm not here to to paint a, a, a pretty picture. Let's be honest. This Rams team—they're a hot mess, right? Like, I don't know—is it the injuries? Is it a Super Bowl hangover? Whatever the case, is Stafford's elbow situation, you know, lingering? Is it, is it, maybe it's not something that's keeping him off the football field, Avi, but, you know, is it, is it a hindrance? Uh, you know, I don't know, but he's got six interceptions on the season. The offensive line is a mess, which, by the way, now they're going to be without um, Coleman Shelton, so they're going to be without their, their, their center. So this will be the fifth straight week with a fifth different set of offensive linemen. Um, and, and going up against the Dallas defense, they already have 15 sacks on the season. They have the second highest pressure rate in the NFL at 40%. And you know, Micah Parsons, he's going to be, you know, he's going to pin his ears back. He's coming after Stafford, who by the way, only has nine passes of 20 yards or more, which is really, let's, let's marinate in that for a minute, considering he's got Cooper Cup as, as a wide receiver. So I just, you know, I, I, again, I, I mean, with no disrespect to the Rams, and the fact like, you know, yeah, they won a Super Bowl last year, but like, this is nowhere close to that Super Bowl team. I won't use the word shock, but I'm surprised. I'm surprised that the Dallas Cowboys um, are, are getting at five and a half. And, and I can't, I don't like that number, by the way. I can't stand four and a half, five and a half, four, five. I can't. Like, give me a good, give me a three, give me a seven, give me a ten, right? Uh, the over/under is at forty-two. So, uh, so how am I playing this? Obviously, uh, with you know how I've 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 already talked about this matchup. I think it's evident um, how I'm playing this. Before before I give you my my picks and my plays and how I'm playing this going into uh, to Sunday, let's listen in. This is Matthew Stafford uh, talking to the media earlier this week.
2: Really talented group. Really. From the back end to the front end, all of it is uh, is really um, you know impressive on tape. Got great players. Got a really solid scheme. Helps those players kind of accentuate what they do well. Um, you know, they've done a great job getting after the passer, affecting the pocket um, in the games that I've seen. So um, it'll be a big challenge for us, really, on all levels. Um, you know, Mike is a, is a heck of a young player. He's doing a great job uh, in all the roles that they're giving him. Great motor. Um, you know, he's got – High-end skills, athletic ability, all of it. um, Really, really well-rounded, good football player.
1: Yeah, talking about, of course, uh, Micah Parsons and this Dallas defense, like I said, 15 sacks on the year, second highest pressure rate at 40%. Get this, opponents have only scored a touchdown in 9% of their possessions, four of 44. So in four weeks so far, opponents have had 44 drives And out of the 44, only four have scored a touchdown. And, okay, granted, start off the season against Carson Wentz and Daniel Jones, but still, Tom Brady and Joe Burrow? I mean, come on. So, or I should say, started the season with Joe Burrow, went from Burrow to Tom Brady, uh, Daniel Jones, and, of course, Carson Wentz. So, on top of that, looking at the Rams' defense, they're allowing almost eight yards per passing attempt. They're allowing a 68% completion percentage. And they've been quite weak against wide receivers. Meanwhile, you've got CD lamb and now they've got Michael Gallup who's back in action. And their tight end Schultz is, uh, is, is supposed to be active as I like to call it, active and attractive as well. So with all that being said, I, I know I sound like a negative Nelly here, but again, I mean, I'm here to help you all win some money. And so I'm on the Dallas Cowboys side. So how am I going to play this? Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to take Dallas in the points. I'm going to take them plus five and a half, Um, I'm also going to play them on the money line to win straight up, and you can get that at plus 185. So what does that mean uh, for all the folks out there that are new to gambling? The money money line means keep your stinking points. I don't need your points. I'm just going to play the Dallas Cowboys to win straight up. And in doing that, I'm laying $100 down to win $185. It's plus 185. Okay? If you decide to play the Dallas Cowboys at plus 5.5, it's minus 110. So what does that mean? It means you have to lay $110 down to win $100. That's what that means. Okay. Um, I'm also going to play some prop bets here. You know, I'm, I'm waiting. They, they haven't hit yet. Uh, I've been checking throughout the day, but I'm waiting to see what the defensive prop bets are. And, uh, and, and I'm looking for, uh, right now, it's just Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd with sacks in the game. Uh, but nothing with Micah Parsons yet. So I'm waiting to see. I'm definitely going to play uh, Micah Parsons getting a sack. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's one and a half. Maybe it's more than just one sack. Uh, maybe maybe the odds are going to come out that Micah Parsons is going to have two sacks in the game. Regardless, I'm going to play it. Especially now you're telling me that uh, that, that uh, Shelton is out. So that's how I'm playing this Dallas Rams game. Sorry, not sorry. Like I said, I'm here to try to make you help you win some money. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back... Uh, we're going to switch gears. Let's talk about the Chargers. Okay, uh, they are on the road. They're heading to Cleveland. They're getting ready to take on the Cleveland Browns. Nathan Zagura, part of the Cleveland Browns broadcast team, joins me next. We'll do a deep dive into the Browns. Uh, they're sitting at two and two. Should they be three and one? Some would say yes. Uh, we'll hear from Nathan next here on Bet LA. You're listening to on 710 ESPN LA.
0: ESPN. This is Bet L.A. with Anita Marks, our new show, which you can hear regularly Thursday nights right here on 710 ESPN. Once again, back to Bet L.A. with Anita Marks.
1: Welcome back to Bet L.A. here on 710 ESPN L.A. Nathan Sakura joins us now. He's part of the Cleveland Browns broadcast team, uh, getting us more familiar. Um, with, uh, with of course, the matchup coming up between the Browns and the Chargers. Nathan, first and foremost, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it. As we know, this Cleveland Browns team, they're 2-2 two and two without Deshaun Watson. Who would have thunk Jacoby Brissett uh, would play as well as he has been playing so far this season in four games? Your thoughts on Jacoby Brissett?
3: Yeah, Jacoby's been great, and Anita, it's always great to be on with you. And frankly, this is a Brown team that should be better than two and two. They let a game get away against the Jets, and I think they are kicking themselves for losing last week down in Atlanta against the Falcons. But Jacoby Reset's been very solid, about 65% completions on the season, 830 yards, four touchdowns, an 87 quarterback rating. He's also rushed for 80 yards and a touchdown, and he's been unbelievable on quarterback sneaks, eight for eight this year extending drives. But really, he has just kind of taken what the defense has given him. He has run the offense the way that Kevin Stefanski wanted to be run, kind of allowing the play call and the defense to dictate where the ball goes. He's been accurate. He really hasn't put it in harm's way. Both of his interceptions have come kind of in desperation situations, one against the Jets and then this last week against Atlanta, although I'd probably want to have that throwback against Atlanta and just check it down. But for the most part his decision making has been excellent and he's just a calm, steadying presence for this team that really it needs a quarterback to just hit big plays when they're there off a of play action, uh, just turn around and hand that ball off to Nick Chubb, who is the second leading rusher in the league, and Kareem Hunt. The Browns have the second best rushing attack in the league. They're number one in chunk plays on the ground, and so Jacoby has been an excellent decision maker and game manager. And some people think that's you know a, a derogative term, and I don't think so. I don't think it's a derogatory term at all. I think that he has been exactly what the Browns wanted him to be they know they're not going to win a ton of games solely because of Jacoby Brissett but they're not going to lose games because of Jacoby Brissett either and I think that is very good with the roster the Browns have assembled
1: yeah listen you know I I don't want to throw shade on Baker Mayfield but like he's struggling in Carolina Uh, I mean if you've watched those games they've been they've been pretty horrific I don't know like you know I don't know if I'm going out on a limb here but I, my, my, the, 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 what I've seen from Jacoby Brissett has been better than what I've seen from Baker Mayfield, not just in Carolina, but, you know, prior to him leaving Cleveland. So, you know, even though granted, I, I know this didn't work out for Cleveland in regard to Deshaun Watson and of course his suspension, but you know, every now and then, um, you know, your things things work out a certain way that, that you're not expecting. Uh, sure. Jacoby Brissett to me might be the better quarterback for this team and and helping them go two and two, and like you said, possibly should be three and one. Um, with with that being said, let's talk about the 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 the, the one two attack that you've got in that backfield, right? With Chubb sure. and Hunt. And what an unbelievable matchup this is going to be against the Chargers. The Chargers giving up so, a plethora of rushing yards. I mean, running backs are just having their 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 way with this Chargers defense. And, and a big reason is because they're dealing with so many injuries. Like, I just, like, I'm already, like, I'm playing, I, I want to say, what is Chubb, over, over, under 90 and a half uh, rushing yards? I've already put that prop bet in yeah, for, for this week, right? Like, um, yeah, I just, I think they just agree. have their way with the Chargers.
3: Yeah, Nick Chubb, 459 yards rushing on the season, second in the NFL, 5.7 yards a carry. He right now has three games with more than 100 yards rushing. He's looking for his third straight right now, which would be the second time in his career that he has done that. And so you go back to last year against the Chargers, Chubb, 21 carries, 161 yards and a touchdown. Kareem had 12 for 61 himself and two touchdowns. And you look at what the Browns do well. They run outside the tackles very effectively. Since he's come to the league, Nick Chubb is number one in every category in the NFL on runs outside the tackles. And this year, three hundred and ninety-four of his four hundred and fifty nine yards have come outside the tackles. And where are the Chargers deficient on runs outside the tackles? They're allowing the league worth seven point eight yards per carry, Anita, Mm. on runs to the edges. And so I think the Browns absolutely will attack them there. They will exploit that and you're going to see a heavy dose of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt because Part of the reason is, one, it's very effective. The Browns are very good at it. You talk about you know, their ability to hit kind of those big plays in the run game. They've got 25 runs of 10 yards or more. But the other part of it is when the Browns are running and the clock is moving and they're possessing the football, Justin Herbert doesn't get to be on the field. The Browns actually lead the NFL this year in time of possession, 35 minutes a game. That's like another reason why they should be 4-0 and or 3-1. and But that's kind of the game plan. So, yes, I would feel very good. About Nick Chubb getting a lot of work and doing a lot of damage to the team last year, uh, Chubb and Hunt combined for 259 total yards and three scores against this Chargers defense.
1: Yeah, it's 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 really really been unbelievable in regards to the wide receiving core. It's nice to see that Donovan Peoples Jones um, is uh, is is getting some action, but really David Njoku sure. has has been has is is really has been the highlight. Um and, and as a tight end and not to take anything away from Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper has had I want to say out of the four games, two of them have been because I I haven't in fantasy obviously yep. um, have, have been have been quite good, but uh, but why why this what what's going on in this offense that Nujoku has has taken a step forward?
3: Well, you know Austin Hooper left this offseason. The Browns rewarded the Chiefs with a fifty million dollar extension, and the idea was that he was going to be you know the tight end one, and he's a great blocker, but. Obviously, he's a mismatch when he's a receiver because he's faster than linebackers, he's bigger than corners, and he's bigger and stronger than a lot of the safeties in this week. And so you look at the first two weeks, they really were struggling to kind of get him involved, but the last two weeks have been great against Pittsburgh. Nine catches, a career high for 89 yards, and a touchdown. And then last week, he led the team with 73 yards on five catches. You can get it to him on tight end screens. You can get it to him down the seam. He's good running crossers. You just want to find ways to get the ball in his hands because he's such a good playmaker. And again, you go back to last year. He had a career high 149 yards and a touchdown against the Chargers in that game. So I like him. I like him for fantasy. And I like what he's been doing for the Browns as well. A complete tight end. He is a blocker as well as a pass catcher. And Jacoby Brissett historically has liked getting the ball to a tight end. And he's been doing that effectively the last two weeks with David Njoku
1: um so 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 offensively that's 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 obviously where we're at on the defensive side of the ball wow miles garrett really um boy, is he blessed garrett, you know yeah. photo, photo, photographs of of that of that vehicle uh, looked quite frightening um you're you're uh, yeah. give us an update how's he feeling he was back at practice this week uh, expecting him to play against the chargers yes
3: Yeah, he doesn't even have an injury designation. And thank God he's okay, because those were very, very scary images. And, and yeah, he is, fortunately, he has emerged from that unscathed, not just as a human being, but also as a football player, and, of course, his health is a human first and foremost. Um, But, yeah, he's back. He was able to practice this week. He doesn't even have an injury designation. And he is one sack away from setting the Browns franchise all-time sack record that's held currently by Clay Matthews. So he'll be back. Taven Bryan will be back, the Browns defensive tackle, who's actually played very well this year. He's got eight pressures, second on the team. And then it looks like so will Jadeveon Clowney. And Clowney was a guy who did not play against the Chargers in last year's game. And when you think about this team having to roll out Jamari Saylor, a uh, sixth-round pick, a rookie, who was really drafted to play guard, even though he played tackle at Georgia. Having those two guys, Garrett and Clowney, back for the Browns will be big for this defense. And it's a defense that need to that has a lot of talent on the front end, a lot of talent on the back end. Certainly we're missing Anthony Walker in the middle, but J.O.K. is a big-time playmaker. They just haven't been consistent yet. They haven't put it together for 60 minutes. They've been dominant, dominant for stretches. This is going to be a tough task, Justin Herbert, number one passing offense in the NFL. But this is a defense that I think matches up pretty well with the Chargers, and we'll see if the guys up front can disrupt Herbert, because really, that's the only thing you can do against him is get pressure on him and hope he throws some air balls.
1: Uh, and, uh, you know, g- going up against, obviously, Justin Herbert, who even with, uh, you know, injured ribs is is still takes the nfl by storm right um and so big 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 task tall task ahead of this this cleveland browns defense any 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 final thoughts before we let you go nathan your thoughts uh, how do you think this game is is going to unfold uh if if you have a score you 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 feel confident about the browns winning some some concerns about this game give us some final thoughts
3: no look yeah, this is a very good Chargers football team. And, and, you know, it's one of those games that you're fortunate they won't have Keenan Allen, it looks like, but they've got Herbert. They've got Mike Williams. They've got Austin Eckler. Gerald Everetts played very well for them. And then on defense, you still have to worry about Khalil Mack. J.C. Jackson gets a lot of interceptions. You know, Derwin James is the ultimate chess piece on defense. And so this is a very good team. This is a team that, frankly, I think the Chargers, at full strength, have one of the best top-to-bottom rosters in the NFL. So this is a big test for the Browns. I do think, though, if you look at the games where they struggled, Jacksonville ran the ball down their throats. I think that's what the Browns will try to do. The path to victory for the Browns is to keep this as a close game or have them be in the lead. Playing catch-up against this Chargers team, I don't think that works for the Browns the way that they're constructed right now with Jacoby Brissett. So I think it'll be key to run the football, get a lead early. You've got to make your drives count. When we were down in the red zone, one touchdown on three trips to the red zone against the Falcons, we're normally great down there. If that wasn't good enough, that'll be the key. The Browns absolutely can win this game, but they've got to follow that path. Clean slate on offense, no turnovers. The Browns are 11-2 and two under Stefanski when they don't turn it over. And then just run the ball, possess it, keep Herbert and company on the sideline and, and see if in the fourth quarter you can make the plays necessary to get a big win.
1: Nathan, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate your, your time, my friend. Nathan Segura, uh, part of the Cleveland Browns broadcast team. Um, and does an excellent job, of course, uh, joining us uh, us here on on Bet LA, Nathan. Thank you so much.
3: You got it, and if you wanted a score. I'll give you a score: 27-24 Browns.
1: Ooh, I'm sure that that is not music to the ears of our Chargers uh, listeners. But uh, but but I I do appreciate your insight, my friend. Thank you.
3: <laughs> you got it. Thanks, Anita. All right. All right. Have a good
1: one. All right. Uh, a lot to unpack. A lot to unfold. Still a lot more coming your way. It is Bet LA. Here on 710 ESPN LA. 710 ESPN.
0: This is Bet LA with Anita Marks, our new show, which you hear regularly, Thursdays right here on 710 ESPN. Once again, back to Bet LA with Anita Marks.
3: All right, we got off to a really good start. We came out with that perfect energy that we were talking about, really feeding off people. And then it turned into a fight, okay? In that third quarter, all right, we did some things, all right, that we can't do moving forward, all right? That you know, we can't do if we want to put a team away, but in the fourth quarter, guys, hey, defense respond after the turnover on kickoff, all mm. right, hold them to three. Offense, fourth down, conversion, touchdown, defense, close it out, take away, all Right, That's how you finish on the road, all Right, In the NFL, winning on the road is tough. It took a rugged, tough bunch of guys in order to get it done.
1: That is Staley. Does that make you want to run through a brick wall? I don't know. Um, but welcome back, Anita Marks, with you. It is Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. Let's. Uh, we just heard from Nathan Zagura in regard to uh, you know what what the Cleveland Browns are about. Uh, but let's do a, a deeper dive into what's going on with the Chargers and and how I'm going to be playing this game as well. And uh, and and so where does it stand? Uh, Cleveland obviously um, a home dog. They're getting two. the over unders at 47. And here, here's I, – I don't like teams that have to go on the road back-to-back. I just don't like it. And, and that's – unfortunately, that's, that's what the, the Chargers are having to do here. Uh, I just don't like two road games. Meanwhile, you've got a Cleveland Browns team, and, and Nathan said it, right? Like, they really should be 3-1. and one. They outscored Atlanta – or I, not outscored, but outgained Atlanta last week. 403-333. to 333. Uh, but unfortunately still lost. So what happens, you know, a lot of times teams as we know they they win the time of possession, they they you know, uh get more yards whether it's 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 in the passing game or rushing game, but they can't um they can't seal the deal, right? Like they get into the red zone, they throw an interception or they miss a field goal or uh, they fumble the ball, whatever the case. So so this is this is a Cleveland team that you know, Bill Parcells always said your record is who you are, but sometimes it's not the case. And I think this is a much better Cleveland team than um, than than their record indicates. Even with Jacoby Brissett, it's pretty amazing to me. And as I was talking with Nathan Nathan Segura about it, like obviously they said goodbye to Baker Mayfield because of Deshaun Watson, but I think you can make an argument that Jacoby Brissett is having a better year and 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 performing better at the quarterback position than Baker Mayfield would for the Cleveland Browns. I I really do. So uh, with that being said, you know, I'm going to take the home dog here at plus two. I'm also going to play them on the money line at plus 115. Um, I I don't don't really have a big play on the over-under, but here's a big reason why. Uh, The Chargers, again, having to go on the road two weeks in a row, on top of that, their defense, allowing over five, almost six yards per carry. Second worst defense against the Rush in the NFL. And now you've got to go up against the Cleveland Browns in the one-two punch of Chubb and Hunt. Their offensive line, the Cleveland Browns, seventh best offensive line in the NFL. They are averaging 170 rushing yards a game. 170. Marinating that. 170 rushing yards a game. It's ridiculous. Uh, Defensively, again, as Nathan said, uh, Miles Garrett, not even on the injury report, if you saw the, the, the pictures, the photographs of his car, his vehicle, wow, horrible. Also, uh, they get Brian back on, on defense as well, so two defensive starters are healthy and they're ready to go. And meanwhile, for, uh, for the Chargers, I, I don't get this, even with, with Eckler back there, they're rushing offense, they're only averaging 2.74 yards per carry. Worst in the NFL. You know, obviously, you know, is utilized in the passing game. We know that when it comes to the Chargers. Also, their offensive line, uh, no Slater. They're ranked 30th. Third worst offensive line in the NFL. Uh, Keenan Allen has already been ruled out, so we know he's not going to play. Josh Palmer's dealing with with some kind of ailment. I'm sure he'll play. Hopefully, it'll be a big day for, for Mike Williams. Uh, but but nonetheless, um, I just, to me, Cleveland checks the boxes here. and And I'm... Again, not shocked, but somewhat surprised. They are a home dog at plus two. I really am. So again, I'm playing Cleveland plus two. I'm also going to play them on the money line at uh, at plus one fifteen. Again, which means you're laying a hundred dollars down to win hundred and fifteen dollars. Um, I know I'm not winning friends and influencing people here tonight, Tyler. I I, I know that. I've I've now picked against the Chargers and uh, and against the Rams. Right.
2: Yeah. I mean, as a listener, obviously you're you're wondering. Where the heck you're coming from? But just from a from a strictly objective perspective, you've got a you've you've made some fantastic points. You've got a, a team that's playing at home against a Chargers team that is either ailing or underperforming, right? And then you've got uh, you've got Dallas, who looks unstoppable, especially with Micah Parsons playing as well as he is and being as consistent as he is against the Rams. It's it's tough to challenge from an objective stance from an objective standpoint what you're saying it just it it and and one one name that you're leaving out uh if i can just mention for cleveland is amari cooper who people have seemed to have forgotten about who's still very capable of being a wide receiver one and putting up points and putting up yardage uh you know so i think i think the browns are a team rightfully so that have been slept on for quite some time now but they're starting to kind of come into form you know, Jacoby Brazette probably just needed a change of scenery. It tends to be the case with a lot of quarterbacks. Geno Smith, similar situation. Change of scenery, just needed the chance to get the shot. Now they're, now they're stepping up.
1: Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's going to... Listen, I, I'm, I will say this. I'm not in love with the slate this week in the NFL, week five. I, I, there's, not, there's not one game out here that I just absolutely love. Um, probably my favorite play is uh Philadelphia first half minus 3 um against the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals are a team that have just like all all season long they just start slow. I, I, like I I think there's they're, I think they're trying to figure out what their offense is about. Uh Hollywood Brown was dealing with either an ankle, hamstring, something like that. So he just got back to practice this week. Um they don't have a great offensive line. I, I, I think I think they're trying to work on some stuff, and then they realize, oh no, it's not working. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, Kyler Murray puts on the cape and 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 tries to win it for them in the second half. Let alone the fourth quarter. So it, it's it's just it's been their M O uh, all season long. So and, and the Eagles, man, they're they're so damn good. So um, I'm I'm gonna play the Eagles again minus three in the first half and that's my best bet, but there's nothing on this slate that I'm like, I'm crazy about that. I absolutely love, uh, which by the way, still alive in survivor mm-hmm. Tyler. Um, yeah. you know, so I, I took Dallas last week, so I know you and I had a really interesting discussion in regard to that this week. There's Buffalo. I haven't taken Buffalo here. Here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to tee this up for you. And and I love our, our I love our, our, our conversation here and in our, our, our discussion about survivor pools. So, um, so I can take Buffalo. Okay. I can take um. The Bucs. Okay. And I can take the Forty ers So as we know, you know we we've got Buffalo and um they're taking on of course the Pittsburgh Steelers who have now have decided to bench uh, Mitchell Trubisky and so they're going to go with Kenny Pickett uh, their their quarterback that they drafted uh, in the first round this season and um what a tough start that's going to be. Let's be honest for a rookie, right. Coming in his first game against the Buffalo bills, which is the the number one defense in the NFL. So that's going to be really, really tough for him. Um, And and we just know, we know how explosive and how amazing this Buffalo offense is. And the Pittsburgh Steelers still do not have TJ Watt. So it's Buffalo. Now here's the thing. A lot of people are like, Oh, that's the easy pick. Let's not get cute. Let's not overthink this. But you know, you still, some people do look down the road and, and look at, at some of the matchups and some of the games and say, hey, oh man, I, w- I want to hold Buffalo. I want to play them in this matchup down the road. It would be better to use them against this team, you know, whether it's the Jets in week 12 or 13, whatever the case may be. Then you've got the Tampa Bay Bucks who, uh, who are home against Atlanta. And Atlanta now, they're, they're without Cordell Patterson who's been a, who's a big Huge. part of of their offense and how they've been able they, they run the pistol they do all this like crazy stuff on offense and it really has centered around him. They don't have him. The Bucks have, you know, really phenomenal defense and the Bucks are at home. They're getting healthier. Mike Evans is off the suspension. Godwin is expected to play. So so I could take the Bucks as well. So I'm, you know, to me the, the no-brainer is just go with Buffalo. Deal, you know, just don't overthink it. Don't get cute. Don't get sexy. Just go with Buffalo. But also there's a part of me that's like, oh, I could save Buffalo and I could take Tampa Bay Bucks this week against Atlanta.
2: What would you do? You know, last week I remember, um, if you remember, Michael joined us and he wanted to take the Chiefs and it ultimately ended up not being the right play. I think this week might be a better play for the Chiefs because they're going up against the Raiders at home. And I think that coming off of a loss, if history's shown itself at all, I think that the Chiefs are a team that that don't lose well. And being at home against the Raiders, I like the Chiefs. Obviously, can't argue the Buffalo pick against the Steelers. The Steelers do not win without TJ. They just don't. You can look at the stat line. Every time TJ's not playing for the Steelers, they don't win. So it's, it's easy. It's easy to bet against the Steelers this week. I think that you're right. If you have the Bills available to pick in your Survivor League and you just kind of want to kick your feet up and relax and not have anything to worry about, I think the Bills are absolutely a safe pick. If you're like, which I'm sure you are, a lot of people who have already used the Bills because the confidence is there in that team, I don't, I don't hate the Chiefs. I don't hate the Chiefs against the Raiders this week.
1: Well... I just that game scares me. Uh, division games scare me, and the fact that the Raiders have just been god awful. Uh, they can't. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Tyler. They can't be this bad. They can't be this bad, right? Like, like, like. Is is this and is this the game that they wake up? I, I don't know. Um, but you're right. Listen, Buffalo to me is the no brainer pick. That's what I'm rolling with. By the way, full transparency, I'm rolling with Buffalo. But if you already selected Buffalo, Tyler's saying. He feels good about Kansas City. Um, I feel better about the Tampa Bay Bucks um, at home against Atlanta. That's, that's, that's who I would roll with, just FYI. Uh, that's, that's how we're rolling with our survivor plays. Um, quick break, we come back. Randy Robles from the Elias Sports Bureau joins us next with some Elias insights on a few games. And I believe, if I remember correctly, I want to believe he texted me and he told me the games that he wants to break down. And I want to say, I I know for sure, um, well, actually, I want to say it's both the Rams and the Chargers. So you'll get Elias Nuggets on both the Rams and the Chargers games. So stay tuned. That's next. You're listening to Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA.
0: This is Bet LA with Anita Marks. Marks. Right now, let's get back to Bet LA and back to Anita Marks.
1: Welcome back to Bet LA. Anita Marks with you, and uh, Randy Robles from the Elias Sports Bureau joins us now. All right, Randy, let's dive right into it. The Elias Sports Bureau, you guys rock. You've got the best insights in the business, and you're going to share with us a few games that you really, really love. So, um, so let's let's th- let's dive into them. One, let's start with this. First and foremost, let's start with Cincinnati and the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens, I want to say, twenty third. They're ranked in regards to their past events. Their, their secondary has just been uh, a, a, an infirmary, but they are getting healthier. I'm really curious. Share with us your Elias insights on the Cincinnati Bengals and Baltimore Ravens game.
4: Yeah, sure. First of all, a couple of trends that really stuck out to me, Anita. The Ravens, 1-7 against the spread when favored by more than three points since the start of last season. So I think they're 3.5 points uh, favorites at this point, so they have not had success under that scenario lately. The, uh, On the other hand, you have Cincinnati, who are underdogs. Joe Burrow has won each of his last five road starts when considered to be an underdog, and that includes the two playoff games last year on route to the Super Bowl, which of course was a neutral site game, but so each of his last five starts in which Cincinnati was getting points, they actually outright won the game. And that's the longest streak of its kind. you got to go back to 2007 when Eli Manning had a run in the playoffs as a, uh, an underrated road dog. Uh, that's the last time you had a streak like this. So for those two reasons, I like, I like Cincinnati to um, probably win the game outright. I, w- I would, I, you know, of course I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the points, but I would probably take the money line there. Also, I don't like all that business with, you know, Marcus Peters yelling at Harbaugh, on the, on, you know, at, you know at, the, at the end of the game last week. Those kind of things seem to, I don't know, they're not good <laughs> for for a team. So for that for that reason, you know, gamblers like stability. They don't like instability. And for that reason, I like the stability of Joe Burrow on the road as a road dog. So I'm going I'm to take Cincinnati.
1: Yeah, and and if you could get it at three and a half. God bless you. I jumped on it at three and a half earlier in the week. It's been fluctuating three, three and a half, three, three and a half. If you get that hook, great. And also, mm. uh, so many games this season, Randy, and I'm sure you know this working for the Elias Sports, Sports Bureau, have been decided by one score. So many, so many have come down to Amazing. the fourth quarter. So if you, get, if, if you can get that dog and tease it up by six, boy, I, I, think, I, think, I know a lot of people out there think that teasers bets are suckers bets. I do not. I, I've been winning with some teaser bets this year, especially if you tease the dog as opposed to teasing the favorite. The second game, I'm really interested. Philadelphia, the, the last remaining uh, undefeated team in the NFL, going up against the Arizona Cardinals, who just typically start slow this season. That's why, for me, yeah. my, my favorite bet uh, this, this week is, is Philadelphia minus three in the first half against the game. For whatever reason, Arizona is just like so slow to get their motor running. But a lot of people feel that this very, this, this very well could be the game that the Eagles lose. So I'm really curious what your Elias insights are here.
4: Yeah, Eagles 6-1 and one over the last seven road games with an average margin of victory of 12 points. I believe they're 5.5-point favorites in this one. Arizona, just awful and a disaster at home uh, recently going back to last season. Not only are they 0-7 in their last seven home games, but they're 0-7 against the spread in the last seven home games. So for those reasons, Philadelphia seems like the the safer way to go. Now, you mentioned the first half. I like that bet, too. I like the first half bet in this case. Um, Looking at the numbers here, uh, Philadelphia has scored at least 20 points in the first half in all four games, whereas Arizona, they don't even have a a first quarter point yet this season. So if you're looking at that, Anita, I I, I would back you on that on your uh, observation about taking taking the Philadelphia Eagles first half money line minus three. I think that's a great bet.
1: Again, Randy Robles joining us here from the Elias Sports Bureau. Uh, just a reminder that uh, they've got an amazing app that you could download whether you've got an iPhone or a Droid. Um, it's the Elias Game Plan app, and, and and we're just we're highlighting a few games heading into uh, week. This week four is it week four or week five? I can't hear. It's five, week
0: five, yeah,
1: yeah. five. Can't go. believe it. See, I, it's, it's so it goes by so fast, Randy. Like I'm trying to slow it down. So uh, heading into week five of the NFL <laughs> season, uh, but uh, but they've they've got insights on on pretty much every NFL game. So make sure you download it and you check it out. Um, let's talk about Dallas and the Rams. Man, I don't know if it's it's a Super Bowl hangover. I don't know if it's because of the injuries. I don't know if, if maybe, you know, Matthew Stafford is, is you know, there was a lot of talk of, about his elbow coming into the season. Everybody was telling us, calm down, relax. There's nothing to see here. Keep on walking by. But man, this, this Rams team certainly does not look like a team that uh, that that made it to the, playoff, the, the Super Bowl last year and won the Super Bowl last year. So uh, really curious. What are your insights for the Dallas Cowboys yeah. and the Rams?
4: Yeah, Rams have not been a good a good home team even even during their Super Bowl run last year I mean you know during the regular season um you know they were they lost three home games three out of their eight home games last year in the regular season so even going back let's say their last eight home games uh, regular season home games they're two and six against the spread they have not been they've not been a good bet in in Los Angeles um conversely Dallas has been a great a great bet. Okay, they're they're 16 and five against the spread since the start of last season. That's the best record against the spread in the entire NFL. So that's a big factor. You got Cooper Rush, who we all know is four and zero in his career. He's three and zero, by the way, as an underdog, which is really a spectacular stat to think that. Not not only did you do you, are you four and zero, but you're three and zero as a dog. Now, if he wins again this weekend, he would join a very short and select group of quarterbacks to win their first four NFL starts when getting points in Vegas, and that list, that short list includes uh, Ben Roethlisberger, Russell Wilson, Jimmy Garoppolo, and coincidentally Dak Prescott. So he Cooper Cooper Rush is a very you know very X factor type of. Uh, mojo going on right now and i i don't think that the rams are 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 the team to to break that streak you know also if you look at the rams uh getting outscored by more than 10 points on average in the second half this year you know very unusual whereas look at conversely look at look at dallas they've scored 10 points in the fourth quarter in each of the last two games so for those reasons i think dallas is the is the way to go and you're and you're getting points so i mean to me that that makes uh that makes that makes a uh, for a good a good bet there on Dallas plus the points.
1: Yeah, and 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 keep in mind uh you know this is a Rams team they're giving up a, a, a plethora of of sacks each and every week uh, and now this will be the 5th week in 5 games this will be the 5th week that they're going to have they're not going to have their starting center he's out so they're going to have a a new five on the offensive line. So every week they've had a new five. And one thing about the yes. offensive line is, is they have to, they have to work as a cohesive unit. And when you've got all those moving parts, it's really, it's, it's next to impossible. And and now you've got to go up against Michael Parsons. Are you kidding me?
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's a great point, Anita. I mean, you know, they gave up <laughs> seven sacks last, they gave up seven sacks last week and look at, look at Tampa Bay. You know, they, they had that solid offensive, you know, five offensive linemen last year. They, I think, mean, they started 16 games together, and this year they had to replace three guys. And guess what? Now, now Tampa Bay doesn't look like the team that they were last year. I mean, they were struggling to score 20 points, uh, to score 20 points in a you know in a game. Um, and uh, just 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 to italicize your point that you know it is a the offensive line is so key, obviously, and it's a, it is a cohesive unit, and to keep putting guys in there. And um, changing that around, is, is that, that instability is not good.
1: Yeah, uh, really, really unbelievable. Before we let you go, um, let, let's end it with the Chargers going up against the Browns. Uh, you know, this is a Chargers team. They're giving up, I'll use the word plethora again, a plethora of rushing yards like running backs are just having their way against them. Again, another team who's dealing with a ton of injuries, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And now you've got to go up against not one, but two Excellent running backs in that Browns backfield with a combination of Chubb and Hunt. Forget about it. Like I I love the Browns this week, but but give me your Elias insights on this matchup.
0: On the
4: surface, Anita, it looks like the Chargers are just not good with the rush defense. Um, They're allowing five and a half yards on average per rush and a better might go out there and say, you know what? That's a lot, and and, uh, Chubb and and Hunt are going to run all over these guys this week. However, most of that yardage is really on three plays. They allowed three 50-or-more-yard rushing plays this year. Uh, Earlier on to uh, Edwards-Alaire had a 50-yarder. James Robinson had a 50-yarder. Then last week, Damian Pierce had a 75-yard rushing touchdown. Now, you take away those three plays, Anita, they're only giving up 3.3 yards per game uh, excuse me, 3.3 yards per, per rush attempt on the season. That would put them near the very top of the league in rush defense. So I don't know. I mean, it, you know, yes, they, they've given up the home run, but don't you think if you're a defensive coordinator, you're going to know that and you're going to say, you know what, I don't want to sit in this film room on Monday with the entire team, and everybody looking at me saying, you guys did it again. You guys allowed another 50-yard run. Um, to me, I think that 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 trend stops this week and – and they're not gonna be um as as fruitful as as they might be. Now, having said that, I know I know um I know they uh uh Chubb ran for hundred and sixty yards against them last year and that could very well happen again, but I just I just don't think it's gonna happen. I think that because of those few home runs they've allowed this year, that they're gonna key on that and they do not want Chubb doing that to them again. I mean they they just you know put it would just be uh, I don't know. I I, I just couldn't imagine sitting in, sitting in that film room if I'm that defensive coordinator and, and, and walking walking out of there alive if, they, if they'd allowed another guy to do that. So for that reason, <laughs> I think they're going to down. I love it. And uh, Yeah. And also, you know, Herbert, believe it or not, even with the sore ribs, he leads the NFL in passing yards. I I, I, I had to look at that twice today. I couldn't, couldn't believe it. I mean, even, even with his sore ribs, now, now that he's feeling better, imagine what he can do now with – not sore ribs against this team, a team that he threw for 398 yards and four touchdowns against last year. So he's licking his chops. He's feeling good for the first time. So for that reason, I think that they're going to put up some points against the Browns and look for them to, um, to stifle that, that Browns-vaunted uh, uh, rush offense. That's what I think.
1: Yeah, um, it's uh, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how this all develops. Again, just a reminder: the Elias Game Plan app is for your ultimate sports betting and fantasy uh, experience uh, and, and companion, really, for not just NFL. I know Randy and I are sitting here talking about the NFL, but it's NBA, it's Major League Baseball, Major League Baseball postseason. So uh, it's it's your one source for all player news, league stats, all of it, and and how great is this? You can get expert guidance, with which send your tough questions to the most respected research team in the industry, like Randy Robles, who's with us right now. And oh, by the way, um, you subscribe to the app, you get 25% off your first month when, uh, when you use the promo code ANITA25, A-N-I-T-A 25. That's right, the Elias Game Plan Sporting Sports Betting app on your App Store or Play Store. And again, use the code ANITA25, Okay. Uh, for your your first month, and uh, so so that's it's it's all good stuff. Randy, you rock as always. So so fun when when you join us. appreciate Appreciate your time, my friend.
4: Well, thanks for having me. Uh, good luck this weekend, and I'll be watching the baseball and the football. And um, you know, again, Christmas is upon us again. It feels like. I know. Randy, all I know, absolutely. amazing.
1: Enjoy in, enjoy yeah. week five, Randy. Appreciate you again. Uh, okay, uh, that's uh, that's Randy. You got it. Again, that's Randy Robles from the Elias Sports Bureau right here on ESPN 710 LA.